Welcome to the Your Own Food Coach podcast. My name is Pamela Kelly. I'm a registered dietitian and nutritionist in practice for over 25 years. We have created this podcast to have a conversation to explore the world of food, nutrition, health, and body image together. You have come to the right place. This is episode 16 on functional foods and nourishment, a different way of looking at your plate. Back 20 years ago, the the term nutraceuticals started to surface more and more. And the idea of using food as a method to improve health and protect body systems became more and more popular. Instead of just looking at food as convenience and taste and a way to get fuel, a movement began to see food as a true function in health and an alternative or in addition to medicine. Many people started to search for ways to incorporate functional foods in their life on a day-to-day basis. In our episode today, we will explore what functional foods are and how it impacts popular restaurants and foods and trends in food products and brands. I am so excited today because I have a guest that I am so excited to share with you. Her name is Kelsey Vasliff owner of Southern Squeeze, a vegan cold-pressed juice bar and lunch cafe located in beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee. We'll talk about her special company in just a minute, but I'd like our listeners to know just a little bit of background on Kelsey. When I asked her to tell me a little bit about herself, she shared with me that her diet was plant-based since the age of 10, So not only does she own a restaurant, she lives and breathes this lifestyle. So having lived a life as a vegetarian, she opens Southern Squeeze at age 26. I can also speak that she is an excellent yoga teacher and lives her life practicing what she believes. Welcome, Kelsey. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So we talked earlier before we started about when you and I met and that you had finished college and you got your certification as a yoga teacher. And I remember you bringing small samples of juice into the yoga studio before you opened the juice bar. What what inspired you to do this? You know, I it ran really all happened so organically. I it was you know, since I was a vegetarian when I was 10, I was raised Catholic and that's why we gave it up for Lent one year and I really just never ate meat again. And there are times I definitely tried it. And then, you know, I continued to eat dairy, if you will, over the years. And then I just, I guess I continued to educate myself or naturally got educated about what made me feel better and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to live my life. And so the more I learned, the more I wanted to share it. And so I did, when I was teaching yoga, I wanted to do something that, you know, I could share with other people as well. And I think that's why I started to bring it in. I'm like, do these people like this as much as me? Or, you know, I'm, I'm kind of that person where I'm like, I feel great. You can feel great too. Right. Which I know I, I try not to be preachy about that. Cause I know that's not my place, but you know, it's like you want people to, to feel and to have like a certain type of energy that you know is there. And so it's really just comes from a pure place of like excitement and love. So I wanted to just to share it with people and to see if they could maybe feel the benefits of it as much as I did. So I, I think brought it in great. and shared it. <laughs> and you know, the truth is, I think at the, the bottom of it is that motivation to feel good 
is behind just about every decision that we make in our lives. Like we just want to feel good. So a, a nutraceutical product is defined as a substance that has a benefit to it, that it protects us against chronic diseases and it can improve health. It can delay aging. I mean, it's some pretty amazing things that our, our foods can do to prevent disease, increase life expectancy, make sleep better. Um, and it's usually from a pillar of actual cellular level, like, mm-hmm. like there's real true benefit to this. So a nutraceutical is like pharmaceutical, but it's using food as medicine is basically that definition. And then it kind of morphed into the idea of functional food. And you, you think about function, you want to function better. Like you said, Kelsey, just like feeling better. So Usually functional foods have additional benefit. So what would you add to these definitions today? And like in your mind, when you think about like using food as a therapeutic kind of intervention to feel better, what what would you add to that? Hmm, I have a, have a long answer, maybe. That's good. Um, We've got all the time <laughs> we need. <laughs> For me, I think that I think foods that have a really high nutrient density to them are incredibly beneficial for us. The one thing I think personally that I have found the most beneficial for me first is to get my body clean so my body can truly absorb and utilize those nutrient dense Mm -hmm. foods. And so I think sometimes I guess I would also refer to them as like superfoods or super herbs and Mm -hmm. just foods that contain a high nutrient density than your average food. (laughs) I was thinking maybe a potato, but I'm like, I like potatoes. so like fast food or box food Absolutely. or processed mm-hmm. food. Yeah. So it's, it's eating food in its most organic state, in mm-hmm. its clean state. And they're foods that are naturally occurring in nature that already have a high nutrient density or some people will call them adaptogens. And mm-hmm. they're um, foods that you can use over long periods of time that can help reduce stress or, or right. things like that. Right. So that's that's a really good answer, and that fits right in line with what even the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics says, that most foods in their natural nature that have not been highly processed mm-hmm. or, or you know, we spoke earlier uh, on it with another conversation about the high amount of GMOs and et cetera that are in our food supply, but mm-hmm. most foods by nature have a function, ability to improve health if we're eating them with the idea of improving health. So for instance, you know, protein is so important for muscle repair, carbohydrates provide energy. So, so we know that that food has a function with us. If we look at it, the key is that you have to do it on a regular basis. And that's what my clients have a hard time doing, mm-hmm. you know, cause they, they don't have time to cook or they don't have an interest or they don't have a knowledge. So tell me how your specific menus and, and, your restaurant in general can help clients, you know, fill in those gaps. So I said it in this morning in my yoga class, I think with what you just said, you know, consistency is key. And so for us to really find any benefit from our diet or rather it be a certain type of exercise or getting quality sleep, you know, it's like a a consistent routine to help you get into a better quality sleep at night that you're doing every day. And it's not just, oh, I'm going to do this tonight because I have time. It's it's really developing a routine that works for you as an individual and being consistent about it. And I think we live in a society that's like, oh, everything in moderation. But I think that that 
allows us to dabble a little bit too much. And then when we dabble, it's easier to, for most of us to, to stay off track. And so if you can think about things that can be really consistent in your own diet that can help you stay on track, I think that's when they can find the most benefit. And so for me, I find that the things that I can be very consistent, and this is also what led me to opening up the shop and answering your question, <laughs> um, is for me, it's a, a green juice every morning. And if you don't have access to something like that, you know, and again, this is just like what works for me. You know, it's like a, a green smoothie, anything with like leafy green vegetables mm -hmm. is always like what I'm going for. And I think of juices as more of like a medicinal supplement. So I think that they are, you know, very nutrient dense and your body is able to absorb them right away. And like green is king for sure, mm -hmm. because so many of us are lacking in that those nutrients in our bodies. And so I find that that sets me on like a great course through the day. And then anytime I'm eating, I always start with like a leafy green salad and I have that first. And mm -hmm. then I can more intuitively eat the other things that I want, whatever that may be. And so, you know, it definitely took me a while to be there. And it also took me a while to um, to really get the routine that worked for myself. And so, but it was being consistent and not being so hard on myself and then course correcting. But I find when you are consistent with the things that work for you, for like me, green juice and smoothies and salads before every meal, um, I find that I feel better and mm -hmm. that it works. And so that is what led me now I'm answering the question. That is what led me to opening um, Southern squeeze is because, you know, I find that there's just something like missing, you know, like if I didn't want to cook or I didn't right. have the energy in me or for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to, that I wanted to have a place that I could trust and that I knew was just as clean as anything that I would personally cook and right. place on my plate. And so that is what led us to open up Southern Squeeze. So Kelsey, that's amazing. And you, I think I heard you say that part of this is routine and setting up things that, that work for you. Mm -hmm. And I love it that you say individually, you know, you've, you've got to like be in tune with yourself enough to know that what works. And you know that for you, that green smoothie works really well with you. And you can't see Kelsey right now, but I can tell you she has absolutely beautiful skin. So you know, maybe that's one reason why is that she she uses those leafy greens. And we were talking, uh, my producer and I, before we started today about like just, you know, the fact is it has to be a dedication and it has to be a motivation for you to like pay attention to the choices that we make with food. And we're so darn busy. There are literally in, in our city in Chattanooga, there's fast food restaurants up and down the street and it's so tempting mm -hmm. to think of, you know, the value of food being quick and easy. And you're providing something for our clients that that can still be quick and easy, but you're still going to get those leafy greens and all those things that are so important to us. So um, I want to ask you, too, about food fortification. I think that's really important. You know, it's like adding those things that are the adaptants that add extra vitamins and extra nutrients to food that that could be worse that missing from our diets because you know most of the access we have to food may not be the best food and that's fine if if that's all you have access to mm -hmm. but what what can we learn from you about food fortification uh, for me i i think of those things as an addition to my diet so Personally, I, I try to get as much quality as I can from things like 
leafy greens and in actual foods. And then from there, I like to add in, but from things like adaptogens, like, you know, you have things like reishi, which is a medicinal mushroom, and it's fantastic to help just like calm the body. And you have things like maca powder, which has been around for centuries. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say what century I think it was in, but like, I think like even Aztecs or Mayans or somewhere where they used it at war because it gave them such great energy, um, to go fight in the battle. And so to add something like that, that's just so naturally occurring in Mm -hmm. our environment to give us a little pep in our step is, is fantastic. And so I just love to add those things into my smoothies into like, I have what I call like a wellness latte. And so I personally don't drink coffee, just doesn't work for me. And so I love to have like the adaptogens, Mm -hmm. like the reishi or earlier we were talking about ashwagandha. It's Mm -hmm. a particular type of root that helps also calm the body. And a lot, it doesn't make you sleep in the day, but a lot of times people will help um, take it at night to help them sleep deeper. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's really wonderful. I did a search, um, and I'm, you know, I, I like to do research. It's just mm-hmm. sort of part of my personality to look at like, you know, what are the, what are the things that we try to find benefit for in our lives? And there's certain categories and you mentioned this earlier, and this is showing up in so many different areas is sleep. Mm. So are there particular foods or, or things that you're aware of that could help people in sleep that, that they could use to add into their diet? Yeah, absolutely. I think part of it again is like being consistent with like your routine. And Mm -hmm. one thing that I love, would that be like a warming tea or like a turmeric milk? Some people call it golden milk. And so turmeric is great to help reduce inflammation in the Mm -hmm. body. And it just kind of sets that calming tone for people, people at night, or, you know, there's foods like asparagus that you can add in for um, dinner that just have particular minerals and enzymes in it that also help promote sleep. So, so it's, it, it can get so complicated it and can. it can be people thinking they need to take medicine mm-hmm. and they need to do all these things. When in fact, it seems like what we're learning is to go back to the beginning, you know, instead of the way that medicine progressed. And I'm certainly not, not a putting down medicine and and pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. because sometimes they're absolutely Mm -hmm. necessary. But, um, and the other categories that in, you know, 2019 were the ones touted as the most interest was things that we can do naturally for weight loss. Mm -hmm. Um, So what, what are you familiar with on, on the list that comes out in 2019? On the or that list. you would, or if that I'm you being would. completely honest, nothing. <laughs> At a girl. I'm really glad you said that, Kelsey. I'm um, really glad you said that. I do drink that. coconut water, but um, honestly, for weight loss, I think of anytime we are overburdened in our body, whether that be from the food we eat or the type of mentality that we walk around or the lack of sleep that we have, yes. it creates congestion in our system. And anytime we have congestion in our system, then that most of the time will be turned into excess weight. And so it's learning in a way for us as an individual to work through our own blocks right. and our own congestion, rather that be between the ears or in the actual meaning mind and or in the actual right. body. And so for me, I think eating clean, simple foods in their natural mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. allow the body to not have to work so hard as if you were eating fast food or something right. like that. Cause so much of that energy goes towards digestion that your body can really start to work on repairing its own self. Mm-hmm. Rather that be a, a physical, you know, aspect that you're working on or a mental aspect right. that you're working on. 
And so I think as we work on getting rid of the congestion and the blockages in our mm-hmm. system, that with clean food mm-hmm. and clean products, and, you know, if we closed our eyes and we all kind of shut out everything, we would know what, what that was for us, yeah. you know, you know, start with starting with the basics. I mean, a lot of times we want to kind of ignore that. Right. <laughs> so Kelsey, I really appreciate you saying that. And I, as a dietitian nutritionist, and, and I'm going to speak to this in another podcast in the future about the drive for wanting to lose weight. I think I heard you say that truly, if you are living a life where you are paying attention to your body, mind, and spirit, your weight will settle where it's supposed to. And that that incessant drive we have for weight loss is is probably unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, like in general, though, um, and this is one that I think energy and stress and focus you know, our lives are so busy. We're so plugged in. We have so much to do. And, you know, we were talking earlier, my producer and I are about, about the stress of life and how many ways we're pulled in different directions. So in general, with like energy, do you have some suggestions of what you think our listeners might appreciate or what you guys offer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing we do offer is wheatgrass and wheatgrass is absolutely phenomenal to give the body a boost. Like some, some will say it's a cure-all be-all. I think it's a personally like a really phenomenal addition to, Mm -hmm. to one's diet. And then it kind of goes back to like the, all the green juices, you know, if you can drink them, you know, first thing, like on an empty stomach, it, it, I've, I've never had so much energy than when I've consistently have done that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it puts me on a great course personally for like what the rest of my day is going to be mm-hmm. like. And so for me, I find like the energy when I do that and have things like wheatgrass is absolutely phenomenal. So would you invite the listeners then to like make a smoothie or something where they add wheatgrass to that? Is that the best way to consume it? If you, if the only way you could get wheatgrass was in kind of like a dried powdered form, Mm -hmm. I would recommend putting it in a smoothie, but I think any juice or wheatgrass, you know, in their raw organic state, kind of fresh off, as fresh off the juicer as possible, Mm -hmm. um, is best taken alone. So your body can absorb it right into your system. So personally don't drink with water because eat with water because, you know, a lot of times water can kind of create like a sludginess in the stomach and Mm -hmm. your body can have a hard time deciphering like what's what if you put it in small terms. And so same thing for juice, you want your body to absorb because you drink them for medicinal uses purposes. And so you want your body to absorb the nutrients in it by itself. Same thing with wheatgrass. This this is a good time for you to tell me a little bit more about juicing in Mm -hmm. general and the difference between cold press juicing Mm -hmm. and and what we might see, you know, in the grocery store, mm-hmm. what's, what's the difference? So any juice that you see on any shelf anywhere is going to be HPP or pasteurized. And mm-hmm. so HPP is hydraulic pressure processing. So they use pressure instead of heat to kill what one would say would be all the negative or bad bacteria in it. Mm-hmm. But the backside of that is if you do that, you're also killing all the good stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And so at that point when they say juice is just sugar, you know, I mean, pretty much if there is fruit in it, that literally is, but you're drinking because all the nutrient density that was once in it is no longer there because, mm-hmm. because it has been killed. And so the difference between our juice is one, it's organic. A lot of times people sorry, I think it's so important for juice to be organic because it's absorbed right into your system. So your body doesn't have time to, you know, filter out kind of any of the the icky pesticides that may mm-hmm. be in it, where sometimes if you eat them on food, it can be eliminated from the system a little bit easier, if you will. 
Um, but cold pressed juice is it uses we use pressure instead of um, heat like most juicers to extract the juice from the the pulp. Mm-hmm. And so you generally get about 40 percent more nutrient level in the juice and it's a lot cleaner and a fresh juice. But any fresh juice is going to be really great, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're drinking it right off the juicer. Like if you use one of the like centrifugal juicers or like it's like the one that Whole Foods uses, as long as you're drinking that like within moments that it's made you'll you're still going to get benefit but it just oxidizes so quickly it does um the way that it cuts the fruit and the amount of heat that it uses right. so it's in, it's like a slow form of pasteurization when they use that heat so in ours we don't use heat i love that you said that about oxidation because i remember clearly in college a professor explaining to us that oxidation is cell death mm-hmm. <laughs> i've never heard it like yeah that's so it's true. the truth yeah. and it's the aging so well, that's yeah. that mm-hmm. so for our listeners like an apple that has been cut and sat on the counter and turns brown that oxidation on the outside of that is is the part of that apple yeah. is dying um and so we want to eat things as quickly as you possibly can mm-hmm. And so for our listeners too, so you're better off buying an apple than you are buying an apple that's been sliced up and put in plastic and is sitting on the mm-hmm. uh, cold case in the grocery store, would you agree? Yes. Yeah. And I, again, I, it's not like we're trying to put a guilt trip on yeah. anybody because everybody does the best that they can, mm-hmm. but that motivation to feel good is is so paramount to us and it has to be taken seriously. So- like if you have a choice of like not eating an apple at all, I'd say, okay, get it cut up in plastic in the store. Mm-hmm. That's, is that your only option? But a better option would be get it whole, get it quick and eat it quickly or get juice that you know has been processed right there on mm-hmm. the spot and drink it. You said mm-hmm. drink it quickly. Like don't yeah, put it for in like, If it's on a like a centrifugal hours. juicer, which is mm-hmm. where it uses like the high heat and um, like a a fast blade to cut right. the produce. Yeah, I would recommend juicing it or definitely find your way to cold press. I think trumps all. Yes. So as long as it's raw and organic, right. you're still in good shape. But And I agree with you with the organic part. Um, I'd like to not agree because <laughs> it's expensive. And our, you know, our average consumer, I, I hear it in my office all the time of mm-hmm. like, I cannot afford this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there is an epiphany that comes to you when you realize that your food dollar is an important dollar mm-hmm. that you spend. And we spend our money on so many things. Mm-hmm. The The value and the cost of organic food has to be realized and accepted that you, you really do get what you pay for. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think as organic becomes more and more mainstream, it, it, it the price on it has come down substantially. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true? Yeah. I mean, I find that it has come down um, substantially and sometimes it's cheaper. You know, our shop, Southern Squeeze, is all organic. And so even when it's at a loss. <laughs> and so sometimes mm-hmm. that can be challenging. But I believe every time we do spend our money, we vote with our dollar and we're voting with what we want. And, you know don't quote me on these numbers, but there's like 25 things sprayed on organic where there's Mm -hmm. up to 900 sprayed on Mm non-organic. And so for me, those cons do not outweigh me spending a couple more extra dollars personally. And, and I will say like, I, that was even important to me when I didn't have two pennies to rub together because, Mm -hmm. and I personally can tell a difference. Right. And again, that when you eat like that for a consistent 
a period of time, then that's when I can tell a difference. So I do think it's vitally important. There's a guy named Zach, Dr. Zach Bush. I don't know if you're I'm familiar with him. He's like a triple board certified um, doctor. And he gives brilliant um, speeches on, you know, if us as a society can spend our money on organic produce, like, you know, right now the needle is like, I think we're at like 5%, we need to be at 15% to mm-hmm. really, truly make a difference in the actual industry to make the prices come down even more right. and to make it a more available product to, to everybody. So we can affect change, all of us individually, by trying to make these choices mm-hmm. that have so many benefits, not only to our personal health, but to make the food more available to those that might not be able to afford it mm-hmm. at this point. Absolutely. And I do think that... Um, it's, it's just that knowledge and that understanding that a lot of people don't have, you know, like they, it's just, it's just not there yet that they don't see any reason. Like, why would I pay more right. when I can get this mm-hmm. so much less expensive, but to think about that true health uh, connection. This is great, Kelsey. I'm really enjoying this. And I know our listeners are too. Yay. A couple other things I want to make sure and talk about. Um, one is, is <clears throat> stress. Because, I mean, you and I lead stressful lives. I mean, we've got schedules, you're running a business, I've got a practice. We're we're all busy and that stress can add up. Yoga is very helpful for Mm -hmm. that. And meditation is very helpful for that. And, you know, the people you associate with and the kind of toxic environment you Mm -hmm. might be in, there's things that we can do. But but what are some easy things that we can do um, from you know, that we could pick up at Southern Squeeze or that we could add to our own lives in our smoothies or our foods? From a food aspect, I think the cleaner you eat when we, and why I personally put so much energy into like food and what we eat is because I think it's a an easier thing for, um, I found that for me, it's been an easier thing to control than some, some things like, you know, your outside Mm -hmm. environment, you can't really control that at all. We can control our reaction, but that's about it, Mm -hmm. which is really hard to do. But when it comes to our food, you know, when I have over the years have eaten cleaner and continued to clean up my diet and really like seeing it in people like my husband Mm -hmm. and my mom and, you know, our best friends as they like change and continue to I guess, level up, you know, Mm -hmm. as, you know, their bodies are ready for it. I think that that is tremendously helpful in our stress levels because, you know, we are a a one unit being, and I think we think of everything as separate, but when our body is cleaner and lighter and we have more energy that way, we are able to handle the outside stressors in a Mm -hmm. more beneficial, um, easier way, or we're able to put more energy to it instead of it seeming such like right. an energy suck because we weren't given energy from the food that we ate. Right. Um, right. But to answer your actual question <laughs> for Southern squeeze, like we did talk about Rishi earlier, we have these wellness lattes and the wellness lattes, they're so warming and comforting, especially during this time of year. But we have like a turmeric one. We have a um, one that's called common collected, which has like Rishi and it has the ashwagandha in it. We have one that is called brain food that has a superfood called mesquite in it and tocos. And again, all those superfoods are just high nutrient dense mm-hmm. foods that can promote some help to the body to put it kind of in layman's terms. Um, those probably are like my favorite things to just like sip on when I'm feeling mm-hmm. like stressful right now we have a, it's called immunity broth, but it's loaded with 
seaweeds, which are just very high in minerals. Mm -hmm. It's loaded with medicinal mushrooms and vitamin C. And it's such a very warm, comforting thing. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, I feel like it just, it makes your body just like settle when you have it, which is really nice. I think our listeners can almost like hear your description of this and realize that there's even that wonderful, um, sort of a ritual of like having something warm that you mm-hmm. hold in your hand and you sip. So, mm-hmm. so even if you've got a level of stress and you're, you're trying to think about like, what can I do to just kind of like ease my day? The idea of having that latte you just described is just like that in itself yeah. is calming just the whole idea of it. And then, you know, brain health is such a major, major issue for all of us. And especially as you age and there's so much out there now about what you do in your 20s and 30s are going to have a major impact in your brain when you're 40 and 50. And if you're in your 40s or 50s, you know, it is never too late for you to try to do what you can to be as healthy as you can as far as like taking care of your brain. There's certainly functional things with food like omega-3 fatty acids Mm -hmm. I'm going to mention in a second. But, um, you know, we know that uh, ginger is is good for brain function. I, I mentioned the omega threes. Is there any kind of like like oils or um, additional things that you guys use that 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 are particularly designed for brain function? There are again, kind of going back to the medicinal mushrooms and superfoods that you know you have like lion's mane um, or cordyceps medicinal mushrooms and those are great or maca powder and they are great for helping hold like attention and alertness Mm -hmm. in the system. Mm -hmm. Those would probably be some of like my main ones that I would say would be a great like addition to the diet that could help with that. But I also think kind of like the cleaner you eat Mm -hmm. or the more mindful you eat, the Mm -hmm. cleaner your mind's going to be no matter what. Right. Right. I agree with that too. Good. Um, so we've talked about food fortification and adding vitamins and minerals and those uh, adaptogens. At, adaptogens. I, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I like, that. like the way you I think say I that. said that right. Um, but that our, our, our clients, our friends, our families, mm-hmm. uh, listeners today can make small changes over mm-hmm. time. But, but I heard what you said about that consistency, like finding something and, and just noticing just minute little mm-hmm. changes that, that might make you uh, feel better. So like in my office, um, I know you're vegetarian, but we know like cold water fish is mm-hmm. really helpful for omega-3s. You mentioned seaweed mm-hmm. um, and oh my gosh, that is like perfect food right there, adding seaweed. Um, nuts um, mm-hmm. and nut butters can be such a, a wonderful addition. Um, and you guys serve nuts too, don't you? In, in your We have, yeah, some, a lot of our, what we call a treat case mm-hmm. is that all of that stuff is raw, but a lot of those treats are made um, with nuts. So we have mm-hmm. like a chocolate chip cookie and it's made with cashews. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of weigh it towards like another, and it's sweet with maple syrup. So yeah, we use nuts in a lot of different, right. different things. Well, they do promote heart health and Mm -hmm. and nuts have such a great source of magnesium that can be good. So I guess what I'm trying to do at this point is like point out that there's some wonderful things that we can add, but then there's also things that that they can do even on their own. And Mm -hmm. this is one that I, when I was doing the research for our talk, Kelsey, I um, was looking at barley and um, the quote was, barley has been overshadowed by the fame of oatmeal that uh, it's fiber, it's awesome source of fiber, under-consumed nutrient and helps lower cholesterol and aids with blood sugar control. 
So barley, um, that's not one that I have a lot in my diet. So same. Yeah. And I would assume barley grass would yes. be, yes. I've had, barley grass can be in a lot of like, I guess, super green powders, mm-hmm. if you will. But yeah, I don't Yeah, have that so very, that's interesting. And of juice. course, beans mm-hmm. as a source of protein and, and uh, potassium and mm-hmm. folate. You mentioned the greens with folate. Um, in a future podcast, we're going to talk about things to help aid fertility and folic mm-hmm. acid and folate are mm-hmm. certainly one of them. And the greens are such a great source mm-hmm. of that. Um, and then berries. So anything in the berry family, do you guys have anything that you have berries added yes, to it? We have, I mean, all of our smoothies are, a lot of them are just very, very loaded. Mm-hmm. Love berries. They're so beautiful, aren't yeah, they? They are. They, they are. are. And just like another, we've used the word a couple of times, but almost like superfood or mm-hmm. perfect food. Mm-hmm. So our listeners could consider like one thing that they could do every day that they could improve their health. I'm hearing you say that about the green smoothie in the morning, adding the berries mm-hmm. in every day, mm-hmm. um, looking at things to sort of detox their body mm-hmm. from certain things. Um, oh, and last but not least, my personal favorite, the avocado. I love avocado. So tell me about tell me about how you use avocados. How I use avocados. Typically on avocado toast mm-hmm. for dinner, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably where I eat it. I eat it the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can use them in so many ways. So many people will, like my husband loves to eat them just by themselves with yeah. a little bit of hummus in them. But yeah, I mean, you can really, I mean, it's just finding like what you like. I mean, make guacamole. If mm-hmm. I do make guacamole, I like to like load it up with like bell peppers and even yes. chop up romaine really small and just make it really veggie dense yes. um, along with it, which is a fun way. That's probably my second so way that I like to eat it. Avocado is, you know, like I don't remember eating them as a child. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm from Iowa originally. Mm-hmm. That wasn't on the menu. I don't think it was on the menu of a lot of people until maybe the last, what, five or 10 years. Maybe they've come out to be such a popular food. Yeah, they are very popular. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even, I mean, I'm 32 and I don't really remember. And we had a pretty, we always had like a garden and vegetables and stuff. And I don't remember... Yeah. I mean them very much either. Well, they're not local to the South yeah. for sure. So that's, uh, what are your thoughts? And, and this isn't something we talked about, but I'm just curious your opinion about that. I'm, I'm very interested in seasonal eating, mm-hmm. local eating, organic eating. You know, what can we get that's closest to us? You know, avocados aren't from here. Right. When we get them, they're either from California or Mexico. Mm-hmm. When it comes to seasonal and local eating, I don't think that anything can trump it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. I don't think that we could ever also give enough like grace and praise to our farmers. I don't think people realize that without them, that, mm-hmm. what, I mean, what would we eat? I mean, right. you know, and the hard work that they put in is just absolutely, you know, phenomenal and something to be thanked. And so mm-hmm. if you can support your actual local farmer's market, we have one on a Wednesday mm-hmm. <laughs> in Chattanooga at 4 p.m. It's on Main Street. And then, you know, there's also the the Chattanooga market on Sunday. But yeah, I mean, if you can support those local farmers, and honestly, it's so much cheaper too. And the majority of them are organic and they truly, truly, truly care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we do live in a society now that, you know, you can get produce to you pretty quick, but I still believe in trying to eat in as much season as possible. So even if it did come from someplace, can you still eat something that is in within the season? And you may have to like look that up. But I still go for, you know, I would always still lean from an avocado from Mexico before I would 
French fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even a potato. Like I would still always want like yeah. the, the fresh fruit yeah. or produce. Yeah. You you can't uh, put down the perfect potato though. Number one source of potassium oh, in our potatoes. diet is, is a potato. Um, okay, good Lord. This was fabulous. Yes, I appreciate yes, it so yeah, much. Absolutely. I, I really want to thank you for mm-hmm. your perspective on this. I've learned something. I know my listeners have too. So, you know, looking at, at you and your life and your, your career that you've chosen is just absolutely amazing. And the fact that like you're looking at health as a means to improve your own energy and wellness and share that. Um, is there anything else that you would want us to know about Southern Squeeze? You know, we're just, we're here for, for the people. That's mm-hmm. exactly why I opened it because I thought that it was missing in our town. And, you know, we want to provide the healthiest food options to to Chattanooga and beyond. And, and that's what we do. You know, it's, we make everything from scratch and, you know, we definitely choose for it all to be organic. And I think it's really important. And I really think people who come in there can tell a difference. And that's what makes us so excited and what helps us keep going. Cause I don't think I would have chosen the food and be- beverage industry <laughs> by choice, but um, again, like it all naturally evolved. And so when you can see people who don't like to cook and they do, and they are able to come in a little bit on the regular and to see like the difference in mm-hmm. them, it, it makes everything worth it for sure. That's awesome. Kelsey, thank you again for yes, being with thank us you today. For having me. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us today on the Your Own Food Coach podcast. We're all in search of answers, but maybe it's the questions we need to consider, or maybe we're just not asking the right question. If this podcast brought up questions for you, I encourage you to talk to your friends and family or talk to me. I offer virtual nutrition coaching sessions and work with people all over the world. And share this podcast. Subscribe. We welcome your comments. And I have to give a special thanks to my producer, Brian Strickland, and my brand manager, Malia Smith. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. Thank you. The information presented on this podcast is for the enjoyment of all listeners. It is not intended as either medical or medical nutrition advice or counseling, nor is it specific to any particular individual. It is not intended to replace counseling, medical nutrition therapy, or treatment. Contact a healthcare professional if you are experiencing problems that seem health-related. Please contact 911 if you are having an emergency.